And we're back, gang, one day later, recording uh, live right after The Bachelor. Post up. Yeah. I uh, I was really mad that they made us do this, but this was a much Damn, better this episode. was a good episode. Damn it, you got me again, Harrison. Like every time I think I'm out, Harrison <laughs> pulls me back in. I was ready to uh, give up the show altogether after Monday night's finasco. Well, quite the finasco, but here we are. The show found its damn voice again. Sat down with a bad (laughs) attitude, and I came out renewed, refreshed. Much like Peter himself. Ready to take on this season. I know Peter took his Band-Aid off. Yeah. (laughs) The stitches are off. Everything is healing. Yeah, this was better. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was better. And it was I also think way better. Last, the last episode was so bad that this one was like just normal, and you're like, oh my god, it's okay. Well, that was, I mean, this episode felt like a regular Bachelor episode. Right. Like, I don't know what the fuck Monday night's episode was, but there was something that was just really off about mm-hmm. it. Like, maybe it was the fact that we're... You know, far enough in the season that we shouldn't really be having those massive group dates anymore, but we still are. Or the fact that it was three hours and clearly Mm -hmm. stretched out. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked this week. Keep it tight. Give me Mm -hmm. some two-on-one action. And even an abbreviated two-on-one. Like, they don't have time for a real two-on-one. Just like, let's do it in the lobby right uh, now. meet me before the cocktail party. (laughs) Let's knock this bad boy out in ten minutes. I like this approach. They can just start doing this with all the dates. Like... We're not going to go all around Lima. We're just going to go in like the cafe of the hotel and have the continental <laughs> breakfast. And that's our date. Uh, uh, all right. Yes. Yeah, so jump right in. We'll quick shout out to oh, Paddle yeah. Off. Yeah. Who wrote a nice rebuttal Aww. review to Paddle On. Five stars appreciating the F-bombs that we drop. Thanks a lot, Thanks, Paddle, Paddle Off. Off. You're our listener. Paddle We're happy on. to have you here. Paddle On can go paddling away. Paddle On, you can still go fuck yourself. <laughs> Paddle Off was correct to uh, chastise us a little bit. We did not even mention McKenna's weird mouth tricks yeah. on Monday night's episode. Yeah, no. And I honestly, I don't have anything to say about it. It's one of those things that's so weird. Like, what can you, what can you say? Something. Yeah. You got something then? I mean, no. You give us a joke. Yeah, that I'm was, we didn't saying. have anything clever to say and no. we were oh, so oh, worn out. Do you only say things when you have something clever to say? Everything I say is clever on this podcast. I really, I only give my A game. <laughs> That's right, guys. Yep. Y'all heard Ryan say that directly here. Yeah. This only, is his A game. This is my A game. This is it. This is the best I can do. And speaking, let's get right into it with the best I can do. It's about to get hot. It's about to get spicy. Let the romance commence, Peter tells us. Oh, I thought you were just saying that. That's a quote from Peter. That's a quote from Peter, but it also applies to our podcast. All right. Tammy gives a cheers to a new week. And McKenna starts crying. (laughs) Well, Tammy says, let's focus on moving on our relationship and move forward. She is not going to do that. Well, right. I mean, I feel like for one brief shining moment, it was like, oh, Tammy's going to be reasonable and just like to borrow from the from the dudes stay in her lane. I think we all need to start saying that because yeah. they've been saying it too, which tells me that it's just something the kids are the saying. The kids are saying it these days. Like yeet. One of our students told me that kids are saying yeet. You know what one of my students said the other day that we what? need to be saying? 
at as a verb. So like, don't at me because I like McKenna. I thought that that was a thing. Like I thought I'll type knew that. it, okay, but I but haven't ever physically it. said like, don't at don't me. Don't at Have me. Have you said that? No, but I've never said it. But well, then why are you like? Oh, I thought that was a thing. Oh, everybody knows that. Uh, don't at me about this. Oh, here's another piece of slang that was news to me. <sighs> One of the uh, grad students told me that students say that someone. Finesse them like if someone cuts you off in traffic, you say they finessed me. Mm, I don't think so. No, that's the cool thing. You're going to be hearing it all that over the place. That doesn't even in make sense. Months. It's uh, what does that hip mean? Slang. It means they like outdid you, I guess. I don't know. Okay, if someone cuts you off in traffic, that's not them outdoing you. I feel like I need a different example. That's the only example I got. Someone cutting you off in traffic, yeah. and you say they finessed me. Yeah. That's, no. Well, that's what one person told me was one example, so I'm going with that. I feel like my Kenna finessed Tammy in this episode. Maybe that's a better example, but that's just more classically what I thought that word meant. (laughs) 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 That's not really Uh, slang. Anyway, McKenna says that she felt like she started out so strong with Peter, but she doesn't know where she stands now. Um, And she does start crying. Uh... Yeah. Go, go ahead. Tammy tells us that uh, Mike Henna is just really weepy. Which, fair enough. Yeah, it's an apt. Again, this is the same thing as the Victoria, or no, Kelsey stuff. Like, she's not wrong. It's just not your business, Tammy. Right. Like, who cares if she's trying to start hashtags and weeping all over the mansion? It's, it's not your. Well, stay in your lane, Tammy. Victoria. Don't finesse her. Okay, you. <laughs> your turn. Go ahead. You sure? Yep. Victoria F. also gets bitchy about it and is like, if Peter wanted to have time with her, he would have arranged it. Like she And she kind of like makes fun of McKenna to the cameras. Um, I feel like, sorry, I don't like this angle. Do you like it? <laughs> it's a little awkward, it's, but this is we both got to face the mic. No, put it however you want. Guys, I have a really bad crick in my neck because I slept funny. I'll just kind of talk generally this way. But so now way. Ryan is like... Awkwardly close to me, but also like like looking away at the same time, gazing into the distance. It's like those marriage portraits that people used to get in the seventies, where you were like transposed over each other. (laughs) We should get one of those, or like the school portrait where one is you looking straight ahead and the other is you looking off, like Like a like a like translucent ghost version of yourself. Yeah, I'm just kind of looming over your shoulder. It's so hot in here. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's going to get hot. It's going to get spicy. I'm not kidding. Is it hot? It, it is hot. Would you like me to turn it's the air February down? It's February and it yeah. was like 70 degrees here today. But also yeah. stormy. Yeah, yeah, we were supposed also to get a tornado today. Yeah, instead we got Tornado Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> we're under a Tornado Tammy watch. Okay, so what? Oh. Hannah Ann gets her one-on-one. We were supposed to keep this tight, so let's move yeah, it along Hannah at a brisk pace. First. Oh, well, can I just say, though... Yeah, let's keep this tight, but quick digression. (laughs) I do keep it tight. Um, I think that these girls are real bitches. Like, (laughs) well, just I feel like Peter got an especially bitchy group of girls. Victoria F is a bitch. Tammy's a bitch. Sydney. I think Hannah Ann is. What? What's going on? All right, finish your bitch list. I'm just saying, like, I think the only girls who might not be bitches here are, like, Madison. Right, the girls, and Kelly, the girls we just haven't seen. I think is a bitch, like, I think she's crazy. Yeah. Natasha, she seems nice. Yeah. But how, 
I mean, fuck if I know. Right. How will we know? Yeah, that's they've gotten all the all the uh, drama ones have gotten the attention. So my point so. is, I think that Peter got a group of kind of mean girls. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, but moving on to Hannah Ann. Uh, Hannah Ann has been dreaming about a one-on-one since, oh, check fake watch the past six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this move. It's like something like a little kid would do. Like, ah, you're a freckle past a hair. She reminds me of like a Disney like sitcom character. Like someone who'd be in Live and Maddie or something. She seems like she could be on Live and Maddie. Yeah. Sing aloud! <laughs> she might have been on Live and Maddie. I mean, there's really... Uh... She might have been on Hannah Montana. It's <laughs> Hannah Ann Montana. Um, or Bunked. She seems oh, like yeah. she could be like she's like a replacement. The Chrissy. Yeah, replacement character when uh, like half the bunk cast goes off to do other things. Well, that one guy died, so he did. <laughs> yes, we talked about this. No, yes, it's you not know the this. Descendants two guy. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize it was the same <laughs> yes. guy. What do you mean? I, I just hadn't put two and two. D. Maybe I'm not paying a whole lot of attention. He wasn't a regular on that show. Oh, okay. But he was on Bump. Okay, I did not put that together. Clearly. Sorry. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Hannah Ann uh, is exploring Santiago with Pedro. Peter. Old Pedro. Old Peter. And you know, you, the best thing to do when you're exploring Santiago, Chile, is first to dance terribly with some drummers in a square and then smear food all over your face and kiss each other. So they were eating a hot dog? Yeah. But with... that hot dog was like, a, like the worst... It had so much mayonnaise on it. It looked like the worst white head that like you could pop. <laughs> yeah. Just like... Puss exploding. And it was so white. I thought they were eating like a pastry or something. Like I thought there's no way that that's mayonnaise. It was so white that I thought it was one of the leads from The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) That's how white That hot dog is so white. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that looked like both our nightmares because I hate mayonnaise and you hate well kissing generally, but smacking <laughs> kissing with mayonnaise everywhere. I don't hate kissing generally. You hate it when they kiss on the show. Oh yeah, with the smacking meant, noises and I don't uh, hate kissing in real life. You hate I don't uh, love it. right? You don't love it. I mean, come <laughs> on, let's be honest. It's like a seven at best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, you, this whole thing with the food all over their face, that is nobody's idea of a good no, time. No, uh-uh. Because she was like, it's like with a wedding cake, but it's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, They meet a couple on the street, a Chilean just kind of like couple, mm-hmm. and they stop and talk to them, and the woman says, she looks so young. She does indeed. Right, you ma'am. are not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the Chilean woman says, I remember you from Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> she says that the secret to true love is love with big letters. Big letters. Good to know. That's a hot tip, a pro tip. Um, Hannah Ann tells Peter on this date that she has felt love, but she hasn't truly been in love. In love. What do you make of that distinction? Um... So she's 23? I believe that's what they said, yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, had you been in love when you were 23? No. So there you go. There you go. Like, I don't think it's that weird. But I also think that one of Peter's biggest concerns is that she's young. 
And also, I found it more concerning that she said, I want to save being in love with, like, my person. How do you know? Right. Like, so Hannah Ann had a, a just kind of a clusterfuck of um, concerning statements yes. to me on this date. Because she also, so after we find out that she hasn't truly been in love, which I was like, whatever. Yeah. Like, she didn't have a serious boyfriend. I mean, mm-hmm. she's... Though she did have a serious that's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah. with this. Okay. And, and the, the saving being in love for your person thing, it's just weird to me. Like... That I, seems backwards, right? Like, it's your person because you're in love right, with them. Yes. Yeah. It's like, how do you know? Right. And I get... So then I was like, is this her weird way of telling us that she's still a virgin? But that didn't really come right. up. Because if she was like, I want to save sex for my person... Uh-huh. I get that. I don't know. It was just kind of a weird logic. And the only way that I could explain it was that maybe she hadn't dated anyone. Then she tells us that she dated someone for three and a half years from her hometown. Yeah. We cared for each other deeply, but it wasn't love. Who did this? Was this crazy Heather who hadn't kissed someone? And they had like, but she had had like a boyfriend. They had dated for like two yeah. years. There was there somebody was, there else was somebody that was like, like that. Yep. We dated for two years and yeah, I think never it said was I love Heather, you. Or... Maybe yeah. Um, no, I uh, I guess that's one of those things where like nobody can break it off. Well, right. You know, well, like, but that, I felt like she was contradicting herself because if you want to save being in love with your person, don't date someone for three and a half years right. if you're not in love with them. Right. Like, yeah. that seems like a real shit move. <laughs> well, I'll tell you actually the most concerning statement that she made from my perspective was she tells Peter, your qualities and what you possess are so similar to what I have been raised yep. to have wanted. Oh, yeah. That was another yep. one. Well, and that one it made her like, seem young. Yeah, he's like, do you... Um, do you really want to be here? Do you believe in this? Like, is it, can we make this work? And yeah, exactly. That your qualities are so in line with what I've been raised to have wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Sounding a lot like a, uh, like, I don't know. What's a, what's the extremist version of the Mormons? What, like the Jehovah's Witnesses or like the... Jehovah's uh, Witnesses aren't Mormon? Well, what? I I don't know who you're talking about. I think I the Mormons are the extreme <laughs> version of the Mormons. No, no offense to our Mormon, our Mormon listeners. No offense to our Mormon listeners. Um, Thank you, Mitt Romney. <laughs> I guess like the polygamist branch. Oh, the, sure. Okay. Like there's one branch that still allows polygamy. And okay. Like, yeah. I don't know the finer points. <laughs> it just felt very almost like... Um, like Duggar-esque. Duggar, yeah. yeah. Or something. Yeah. Fun fact, Hannah Ann is also a, uh, what are they called? A quiverful. She actually, (laughs) she's a fingerling. She's a fingerful. A quiverful. (laughs) She actually is a Duggar child. They just have so many. They're spinning them out into these reality shows. You know what? The, some of those Duggars girls are really pretty. Well, of course. If you're... What do you mean, of course? If you're, what I'm saying is if you're spitting out 18 kids, odds are that three or four of them are going to be good looking. Not if those parents are Joe Bob and Michelle. Mm-hmm. They are not cute. But you get the right... You, you're rolling the dice so many times, you're going to roll some 20s. It confirms my theory. Okay. Let's you know hear this, this conspiracy. No, I don't I know if hear. I've said this on the pod before, but it's a it's time. well-confirmed theory. Okay. Not just by Michelle and Jim Bob. Is it Jim Bob? Jim Bob. Uh, I, I don't know. I that sounds right. right. Yeah. My theory is, 
that if you have two people of equal level attraction, they will have attractive children. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even matter, like, because Jim Bob and Michelle are both equally uggo, they are able to then have a really attractive child. So in math terms, if you multiply a positive by a positive, you get a positive number. Yeah. If you multiply a negative by a positive, you get, you a, get negative a negative number. Uh-huh. And if you multiply a negative oh. by a negative, you get a positive. So, so there it is. Um, yeah. If you have like one, you see this a lot, not going to name any names, but you know this if, if it's you. You see it a lot with like super beautiful women who marry like the doctor and maybe... Is it me? <laughs> I think it's me. No, I have always You'll said know that if that's, it's you. That's... <laughs> it's me. No, like the real doctor, not the, oh, not yeah. the PhD The rhetoric doctor. doctor. Yeah, doctor gotcha. Doctor rhetoric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paging doctor rhetoric. I heard there was an irony emergency. <laughs> There's a dangling participle. It's about to fall. It was a real finasco. <laughs> um, so if you have like... You know who I'm talking about. Like, oh, yeah. We all know who you're talking about. Marion, maybe not so much for the love. Sure, maybe a yeah. a little bit more for the dollar-dollar yeah. bills. When the gentlemen are doing what our listener John refers to as out. kicking the coverage. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you end up with an uggo baby. Yeah. Because they just, the genes, kids. the genes don't blend right. Yeah. Yeah. It's this too much. The, sounds like mm-hmm. science to me. I'm pretty sure this is what Gregor Mendel proves with his peas. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up a sign that says "Ask me about my theories." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get couples to walk up with their children and be like, "Yep, proves it." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so where are we? Hannah Ann never been in love, so Peter is so flummoxed. Oh wait, by can this we talk situation. about Hannah Ann's like poetic TED talk that she gives? Yeah. Um, she says, "So many people stay in the shallow waters of life, and if you're there." You'll only catch minnows. I'm like, let's go deep. Oh, man. Someone listened to a little Lady Gaga and Bradley yeah. Cooper earlier. <laughs> tell me something, girl. <laughs> Far from the shadow. Uh, i tell you what, though. You want to go deep? Peter will go deep. <laughs> Three plus one times. Deep dickin'. <laughs> That's for our listener, Dave. You're still out there, buddy? Yeah. We miss you. Uh, Dave, who got a cover story in a local magazine. Ooh. Ooh la, la. What are you, Hannah Ann? Yeah. <laughs> Real model type. All right. Peter gets frustrated because Hannah Ann is basically like giving these kind of, I think what she thinks to be perfect answers, but really she just kind of sounds like a weird, you know, quiverful robot. Yep. Um, and he, he sees that he's Mm -hmm. like, she's just smiling. She has this need to be perfect and perfect answers is not what I want. So he, he's like, I got to take a break. Mm -hmm. I got to take a breather. Yeah. And, but he just says, excuse me for a second and walks away. Like, I feel like he could give a little, like, I need to process this. He said, he was like, I have to think about this. I feel like it was a little less explanation than that. That's Peter. You're really pro-Peter tonight. No, I'm not. I'm anti the ladies. Okay. So the enemy of of your enemy is your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Peter is the enemy of these ladies is your friend. Um, She comes out after a second and is like sobbing. And starts to cry and then says, uh, 
I'm falling in love. I'm starting to fall in love with you. And he's like, oh, hang on a second. Yeah. I well, got to get this right. She walks in crying and he's like, that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. Yep. And then leaves again to go get the rose. Yeah, Peter, you're just, you're hot and you're cold. You're a Katy Perry Real song. Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she gets the rose. Hannah Ann had told him she can't smile through it anymore. Um, yeah. All right, group date. Mm-hmm. Group date card comes. McKenna is on the group date card and is therefore not real happy about it. And fair enough. So two cards actually come. One is the group date card. It's everyone except for Victoria F. So McKenna and Natasha. And is there anybody else who hasn't had a one-on-one yet? Tammy. Mm-hmm. Um, they who all have not had a single one-on-one are on the group date and Victoria F., who already had not just a one-on-one with Peter, but also with Chase Rice. Is, uh, <laughs> she's getting a second right. one-on-one. This is like her fourth date on the show. Yeah. Um, Peter says to, on the group date card, let's see how much drama we can make. Ah, yeah, and it turns out they're filming a telenova. Telenovela. Tele- telenovela. Yeah. Alaya appears. Telenova. Yeah. Telenova. Isn't that a thing? No. Telenovela. Is that like a That's like a star? station. No, I think it's like one of the, I don't know, anyway. I'm thinking of Supernova. Supernova. Champagne, champagne Supernova. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, too. Yeah. They're filming a Champagne Supernova. They're filming a telenovela. Yes. McKenna gets to play the role of the maid. <laughs> uh, but it's very symbolic because she, too, has been ignored. By Peter while she's right in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Actually, Kelly really uh, leaned into the role of the grandma. I liked it. Yeah. She said that she's a gilf, a grandma <laughs> I'd like to fantasy sweet with. Good joke. Mm-hmm. Good joke. Uh, the women actually really got into this. This seemed like a classic bachelor date in that they were like having fun and like getting into it and like actually enjoying the whole situation. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's nice to see everyone just having a good know, time together. Like, just the whole game, just hanging out. Tammy threatening to kill people, but just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Just fun this time. And she's actually, she's pretty good. McKenna uh, ends up getting to have the final scene with yeah. Peter. Because the girl that's been in front of his face the whole time is uh, who Pedro falls for. <laughs> it's very symbolic. Turns out she didn't need to pack her bags after all and go home. Um, Victoria P., Shows up to the dinner and drinks portion of the group date, mm-hmm. the night portion. Yes. Wearing her glasses. Mm-hmm. The sexy librarian Ladies, look. never wear your glasses on a date. <laughs> That's a lesson we can all learn here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't break up with a woman wearing glasses, would you? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Nerd alert. Well, and then... Peter's sh- like, Psh, I thought I was here with Victoria P, but I'm here with this nerd, so I had to send her home. <laughs> He just, he actually can't tell them apart, or like he can't tell it's the same person. It's like Clark Kent <laughs> yeah. and Superman. Who are you? <laughs> um, and then Victoria P says, Can I sit on you? Can I sit on your face? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's still pretty bruised and scraped yeah. up. <laughs> She's like, I just really feel like um, my love language is physical touch. Yeah, so me, let me same s- girl. Yeah, same. well, you know, why don't you try and sit on my lap? Yeah. That, that's going to go That'd well. That'd go over yep. well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Victoria says that when her heart was in question, she kind of recoiled and she doesn't want to feel like she's being doubted. And then Peter's like, well, I'm doubting you. Yeah, actually. Uh... Call me Meryl Streep because I got a lot of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Diane Keaton because something's got to give. <laughs> Oh, call me Peter, because I don't know if I see you as my wife. Get it? A glasses joke. <laughs> oh, I think those glasses are half empty. <laughs> um, He says that his biggest worry is that she's more secure and confident in them than he is. And then she's like, well, Peter, I don't know what to take about that. I don't know what, how to take that. And he's like, well. You don't. <laughs> You gots to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says again, I don't know if I see you as my wife. And then he's like, I'm so sorry. Well, she I'm, kept, I'm sorry about that. And she kept saying like, you don't have to apologize. But I couldn't tell. Um, she had a really straight, like, I couldn't tell if she was mad at him. If she, right. She seemed equally like she was about to lash out or just like lose her mind. Right. Crying. Right. So he chases her out the door. I think more than anything, she just seemed a little bit befuddled. Sure, Like, yeah. I don't think she was expecting to go out there and get mm-hmm, dumped. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that to happen. But I put my smart glasses on. I can't tell what's happening. It's, you know what? <laughs> can't figure it out. Classic irony. She's wearing her glasses, and yet she does not see. <laughs> Peter chases her out the door. I got nothing to top that. It's I'm like just gonna... a, it's like a Guy de Maupassant story. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Oh, is that yeah. who wrote? Who wrote the? Uh, who wrote um, the story about? I feel like we've talked about this the story the before. Magi? Yeah, who wrote that? I, well, I thought we already had gone over that. I thought was we had established not, uh, that. Maupassant. Maupassant. <laughs> I thought that was O. Henry. Yeah, that's O. Henry. Gosh, what did Maupassant write? Oh, uh, no, it's actually pronounced all Jocibazong. Croissant. Maupassant. Guy de Maupassant, known for his short stories, which paint a fascinating picture of French life in the 19th century. Yeah, that's what was going on here. <laughs> Can't carry yeah. it. The necklace. What's no? Oh, I don't know. A woman. Oh, the man buys the necklace for the woman, but the woman has cut <laughs> off her head. Because no, the, the man. man buys the woman the necklace, but he's like, "Listen, I bought you this really nice necklace, but I want to see what's under that fucking green ribbon." That, <laughs> so then he takes the ribbon off. Boom! And yeah, he has to put the necklace on a bloody stump <laughs> of a neck. But he asked for it. He did, that's dark. the irony. Guy yeah. de Maupassant was super dark for those of you who aren't familiar with his oeuvre. <laughs> if you're not familiar with it, don't look anything else up. Just take our word on it for this. Uh, I'm actually teaching a special topics course on him <laughs> next semester. So, um, Well, what I wanted to get to was that uh, Peter chases Victoria out the door when she leaves and he says... I just want you to know how grateful I am to have met you. And she's like, fuck you, dude. Well, she does She like, does a great... She pulls yeah. a Han Solo because he says, you're going to make someone so happy someday. And she says, 
it's pretty uh, pretty good. Oh, did she? Because McKenna said the same thing. Yeah, my Kenna. I yeah, don't no, get my that. Kenna has a whole um, she has a whole soliloquy. a whole speech about it. yeah. It's really like a yeah. Shakespearean uh, soliloquy about it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Shakespearean comedy. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know Star Wars. So. Yeah, it's a uh, classic scene in Empire when Leia says to Han Solo, "I love you," and that... instead of saying "I love you back," he just says, "I know." Because he's so roguish. and uh... But she ends up with the other dude. No, no. She ends up with Han Solo. Who's the other guy? Luke Skywalker. That's her brother, though. He doesn't end up <laughs> Harrison him. Ford is Han Solo? Harrison Ford is Han Solo. And they Solo. end up together together? Yeah, they end up together together. Yeah. Like, end of series, they're together. End of series, they're together. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like that. Well, do you want another spoiler? Mm, oh, gosh. I don't know. What yeah. if I see all of these terrible Right. What movies? if you watch 12 hours of Star Wars movies? Adam Driver is their son. I knew that. No, Adam Driver is her son with, um, with, uh, with, who's the bad guy? Darth Vader? (laughs) No, Darth Vader is, is uh, Adam Driver's grandfather. Because he's Princess Leia's father. That's correct. And Luke's. Luke's father, father. yes, yes. Get it. You see, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> that was more our Elise voice. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> oh, um, shout out to, uh, sorry, and I'm not going to remember the name because I don't have it here, but whoever uh, was interacting with us via Twitter who informed us that Natasha is 31 years old. Yeah, we've been letting this slide the whole Dad. time. I also, I believe that I that was. I thought something was up when she had her walker out, but. <laughs> That was uh, Claire, our fan Claire. Thank you, Claire. Pointed that out. You're our new Robin now. Robin, you're fired. Robin, <laughs> we, uh, we're going to need you to take a break. Do your Trump and fire Robin. Robin, you're fired. <laughs> Claire, you're getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you deserve it. We're going to need you to step right behind Rush Limbaugh. We'll get to you in a second. Oh, it's funny because it's horrible. Oh. oh, what is happening in the show? <laughs> okay. Um, Victoria... P has left. Victoria uh, P's out. Yeah, yeah, out. Be to say. Um, she says her her final note to Peter is, "I'm concerned with you. For you, I hope yeah. you're making the right choices." Um. All right. Peter has written another script for Madison. They get some one on one time. They make out a whole bunch. Meanwhile, still on this date, Tammy and Mykenna are going at it. Going at it. Not Cat in a fun, fight. Not in yeah. a fun way. Yep. Not in a four times way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tammy gets really mad at Mike Kenna. I was, I, who initiated this? I don't have that in my notes. Tammy tells Mike Kenna that she lives in a fantasy world. And Mike Kenna says, that's Canada. <laughs> we get free health care. And it is a fantasy. <laughs> it's a winter wonderland. Our year round. Fucking stud. <laughs> he's also a racist like yours, but he's handsome. Um, yeah. On my list, Trudeau. Trudeau. Oh. Trudeau. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> True dat, Trudeau. Put the O in Trudeau. <laughs> um, yeah, she says that my Kenna is a child, and Natasha sticks up for McKenna, as do a lot of the and other Kelsey, girls. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, she says that, that Tammy is more concerned with eliminating people who don't deserve to be here rather than pushing her own relationship forward with yes, Peter. Yes, correct. Nailed it, Natasha. All those years under your belt have yielded <laughs> so much wisdom. That's the wisdom of age right there. Um, yeah, my Kenna um, is like bounce, trying to bounce back and be tough and scrappy. She's like, say what you want to say. I don't give a crap anymore. Um, meanwhile, Madison and Peter are kissing down below and Whoa, uh you might want to rephrase that <laughs> are kissing uh underneath the window uh, yeah. Oh, yeah 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 um <laughs> kissing below the belt <laughs> is that no. what i wanted to say no. um okay kissing uh, and uh they're like there's yelling going on but kelly wisely says it's okay we're not worried about that correct response oh i'm sorry madison, madison says yeah. it's okay we're not yeah. worried about that yeah, um, my Kenna tells Tammy to grow up and then storms out and then Tammy storms out away from Kelsey and Kelsey's mm-hmm. like, just leave. That's what you do best. So, yeah, but again, I'm totally anti-Tammy here. I don't know why she's stirring up these hornet's nests. I don't know why any of this is her business. So, yeah, I continue my point from last episode that uh, and your point as well that she is in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. And she's... Here for the wrong reasons. She blames uh, my Kenna for being here for the wrong reasons, but my Kenna says, I am here for the right reasons. All right. Victoria F. is going on her one-on-one. Yep. She says, our last one-on-one was hard because my ex-boyfriend was there. <laughs> That'll put a damper on things. She's like, I wanted to wear my favorite White Lives Matter shirt that's about <laughs> fishing for Marlin, but I forgot to pack it. And then the producer saw my Confederate flag hat and they told me I wasn't allowed to wear it on TV. (laughs) Then they get to the horse ranch and it turns out she had dated that horse dude. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say she had dated the horse. (laughs) That would have been a better joke. She didn't date the horse. She just fucked the horse. (laughs) Oh, how you like me now, Catalan? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Also, how do you like us now? All of our sponsors. (laughs) We finally you know, got an ad to play in that one slot. I feel like the sponsored life might not be the life for us. <laughs> we gotta be who we are. We're just too edgy. We can't sell out to some corporate, uh, you know. JK, we totally can. Yeah, just C-Suite Radio, we'll we say, love you. We'll say whatever you want if you give us a little bit Please of money. Please invite us to the uh, C-Suite Radio conference in Las Vegas. They did. Yeah, we're going. It's about being an influencer it's about being and a, a thought leader. leader. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be there. (laughs) We 100% are thought leaders. Oh, total thought leaders in our respective fields of bachelor podcasting. Guys, I would like for y'all to find me on Venmo, (laughs) Anna Weber. We're going to ask all of our listeners to donate anywhere from $10 to $100 to pay for this Las Vegas conference (laughs) This Vegas trip. trip. And whatever above and beyond the Vegas trip. We'll put it on red. We'll put it on red. Let it ride. All right. So, uh, what, Peter and Victoria? Sorry. Go random, ahead. random thought. Yeah. They don't really go to Vegas on this show. Doesn't that seem weird? You think they would have. They, I mean, they must have done it like once or twice. Point, but, but yeah, it does seem a little weird that they don't do that. I mean, and also, I, it's I like get why they would go to Cleveland first. Sure, of course. Like, then, well, it's also it's. I mean, it's got to be cheap. It's right by LA, so it would be like their first stop. Yeah, yeah. Peter could just fly them all there. Um. Anyway, all mm-hmm. right. They are doing the. The uh, they're doing some horse activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, horsing around, <laughs> <laughs> watching some horses dance. Well, first they have to do, and I couldn't remember if the name of this movie was 
Is it 28 days later or 28 days? 28 days later is the, the zombie, zombie one. 28 days is Sandra Bullock yes. going to rehab yes. where she has to lift a horse's hoof. Oh, okay. And she gets super frustrated. Like she won't, she can't do it on the first day. But then after she goes through 28 days of rehab, mm -hmm. she's reached enough self awareness oh. that she's serene enough to lift the horse's hoof. How does that relate to rehab? Lifting a horse's hoof. It's just like the horse can sense that you're the calm. horse can sense, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the horse is come back in 28 days. I've been eaten by a zombie. <laughs> I just fucked Victoria out. <laughs> we have resorted to eating our horses. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, so anyways, the horse dancing. Um, well, no, can we talk about how they have to walk under this horse? Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, you watch this part? I was maybe tweeting under this, oh, at this part. Okay, so you didn't see that Peter and Victoria F. both had to walk under the horse. No, that doesn't ring a bell to me. Maybe <laughs> I was getting you a glass of water. That that doesn't ring a bell to me. <laughs> so what happened? Tell me. I have Peter says horse. These horses can dance better than me. That's when they are watching the dancing horses. Okay, that's not when they're walking under the horse. When they first get there, the guy is like being like. <laughs> Being with a horse is all about trust. <laughs> just because their dick is so big and you just have to trust that it's going to be okay. No, he says that it's all like it's about trust. And so he goes under, he like scoots under the horse, like shimmies under. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because like that seems pretty dangerous. Right. So you could easily get your skull kicked in. That's the kind of thing you could actually hurt your face And doing. then Peter and Victoria both do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know me with horses. Oh, I know. No fucking you way. You don't even want to ride a horse. No. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm scooting under one. <laughs> well, and then there was that weird scene where they roll that wooden horse in and then uh, Alea comes out of it. It's like, I'm back. <laughs> Let the games begin. <laughs> you didn't see this one hey, coming. Hey, look, now that she's not on the show, you're saying I'm her saying name her right. name right. I had to think about it. I just thought the, the astute listener will have heard a slight pause as I got, determined. You finally got calm enough about it. We should take <laughs> 28 you days later, I'm serene enough to lift the horse's hoof. All right, they're watching what I assume is kind of like dressage because mm -hmm. it is dancing horses. And Peter says, that horse can dance better than me. That's what I have in my notes. That's the only thing I have about this date. Um, fun fact about that horse, when he goes out on horse dates, he offers to teach other horses how to swim dance. <laughs> and it always works. 100% success yep. Except when he goes to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen the move. We've seen you move, horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice try. Oh, Blake came down before me. <laughs> They're like, oh, somebody new is coming. <laughs> Who's that clip-clopping down the stairs? <laughs> you guys, somebody new is here. <laughs> Who's it going to be? <laughs> Hello. Hey. <laughs> Oh, I have this date card. <laughs> What's been going on before I got here? <laughs> everybody walk under me. You're like, well, Blake's fucked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. Oh, whew. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Victoria F. 
and Peter end up in the back of like a truck, right? Yeah, a trailer of some kind. He yeah. refers to it later. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of breaks down and cries. She says that she's trying not to be too much in her head about the other girls, which at first I thought she was referring to just like the drama in the house, but later it kind of she made it seem like it was more that she is having a really hard time with Peter dating the other girls. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, Peter says that if this is something she isn't going to be able to do, she needs to be honest with herself and him. Yeah, he was sort of like, tell me now. Let's get this over Well, I feel like Peter came into this episode with a little bit of a, like, enough is enough. Right, yeah. I mean, literally on that date card, he says enough is enough. And I do feel like he kind of, he's cutting the fat. He found his backbone, finally. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Trimming the old fat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not putting up with the bullshit. Yeah. Maybe we're seeing a boy become a man this season. It's magical. Yeah, it really is amazing. It's like watching Colton jump that fence. (laughs) He was never the same after that. Um, Yeah, so what, they go to dinner later and... uh, Peter says that he was very thrown off when you were talking. It hurt his confidence and made me sad. And uh, it hurt my feelings. (laughs) Like I hurt my face. I had water coming out of my eyes. (laughs) What is this salty discharge? (laughs) What's that from? Seinfeld when he starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. He confronts Victoria and says that she's um not being open and upfront throughout the process. She admits that she's taking her frustrations out on him and that it's not fair. She has to walk away because she thinks she's about to throw up. Right. She goes to the bathroom. What? She's talking to a producer? They both are. Yeah. Okay. She's talking to the producer saying she doesn't know if she's there for marriage. And then she says, literally, this is the most I've ever tried with anybody. Wow. I know that. um, Okay. She didn't even try this hard with Chase Rice. There's something about her... There's a lot of upspeak. Okay. And there's a lot of like bored drawl. I I I mean again, I can't tell how much of my imp, imp, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Impression of her. Right, is colored. Is colored yeah. by knowing what we know about her. Right. But I don't think that I would like her anyway. She uh-huh. always seems so I don't know. I just don't think that she shines in this format. Right. <laughs> I don't know what format she shines in, but it's not this one. Well, you know, like maybe a modeling spread. Sure, like a racist modeling spread. Yeah, yeah something like that. She doesn't seem to have a lot of personality. Yeah. And but but I say that thinking, you know, she said that she has like a really dry sense of humor. She made that really off-color wet joke. Right, like, sure. I, I actually I'll say. Putting aside what we know about her, I could see maybe her being actually like a funny kind of dry person, but it just not, it's not coming across well, well here. And then yep. add on to that all of the other stresses of being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she just seems super closed off. And Right. Well, in this show and in this season especially has rewarded big personalities in terms yeah. of screen time. Well, and I kind of like her a little bit just I don't like her, but I I do like that, that she's such a fucking stark contrast between, like, Hannah Ann and Madison. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Kelly's kind of somewhere in the middle. You know, yeah. like, Kelly doesn't seem to be completely buying into the process, but um, she's not as kind of dour as sure. Victoria F. Kelly is a candle melting away from the show, if we had to put a metaphor on it. 
No. You don't have to. I just don't. That's not the right. What do you mean? That was the thing from last night when they're like, yeah, you're the but female it candle. Yeah, sense with who she is in the away. show. She's know. pulling away from the show. Uh, you know, the don't question the metaphor. I just prefer not to stay in the shallows. <laughs> I don't want to just catch minnows. You're out here catching minnows, and I'm out there catching marlins. <laughs> Victoria F. Shirt told me to do that. Um, all right, so where is so what? Somehow, I have I missed something in my notes because it was like. Victoria F. sobbing in the bathroom to Victoria F. gets the rose. She comes back and they just kind of, like, she, you know, is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they just, they kind of make it work. You know, she apologizes yeah. and um, she basically, I mean, essentially it's the exact same thing that happens with Hannah Ann. Like, right. As soon as she starts crying, he's like, oh, this is one that I want. I feel like Peter might get a weird erection from, like, crying girls. (laughs) That's his fetish. Yeah. Yeah. When he gets prostitutes, they're like, you want me to go down on you? And he's like, no, can you just cry? Can you just sob a little bit? Do you mind if we both watch Sleepless in Seattle together? (laughs) Can we watch Beaches? Can we watch Sophie's Choice? And then I'm just going to sit here and jerk off. (laughs) It's a sad movie. We're going to do it four times. Three plus one. See, I got you doing it now. I knew that was reverse what psychology. What if it was three regular times and then the one was just Hannah B. crying <laughs> while Peter jerked off? You think he's that's, counting that as that's one? That's three times. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Hannah B. in a crying game shower scene. <laughs> too much? A little too much, yeah. Let's move on to... Uh, I'll tell you what, enough is enough. Right. Both with your vulgarity. If they're going to push us to have two episodes a week, I'm going there. It's getting, yeah, I mean, we can't keep this uh, cool. Can't keep this, uh, you know, PG. Tuesday night is my classy show. <laughs> Wednesday night is where I really let it As you could hear, last night was classy. This this is no holds barred. All right, so. Okay. Yeah, Victoria F. gets the rose. And before the cocktail party, Peter sends Tammy and Mike in a, a special date card. Yep. Meet me in the lobby. <laughs> uh, he says, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. As they're getting ready, Mike Kenna says, Tammy might think that I'm weak, but I'm strong as hell. I'm a strong-ass woman. A lot of uh, empowerment speak from Mike Kenna. Tammy says she's sick of the McKenna show consuming my time with Peter. Oh, I mean, this is classic. Tammy is the worst. Yeah, this is classic Bachelor. And then like, no, she's not. You're doing that. It does nothing to do with Mike Kenna. My Kenna gives an impassioned speech to Tammy yes. and says, you tried to make me feel small and weak, but instead you made me found my damn voice. <laughs> if that's your damn voice, you might want to keep looking, my Kenna. Kindness wins. Love wins. I feel like McKenna maybe knew that she wasn't going to be around for that much longer. And she was just like, I'm going to go out right. in a ball of glory. Yeah, I want this. Self-affirming uh, yep, glory. Yep, I'm just going to spout every cliche. Yeah. Love wins. Also, that's not a um, like self, self-empowerment self slogan. That's a, um, isn't that a gay rights slogan? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my Kenna, don't, uh, yeah, no thank you. Bringing people down never no, wins. I like yes, no thank you. I you that you don't use that for yourself. It's a gay rights slogan. Well, she's saying 
Low, I, I, it's a little bit of appropriation. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, just you, welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> I am sort of the arbiter of what's cultural oh, and uh, boy. activist appropriation and what's I not. I think people are allowed to say "love wins" without appropriating. Okay. Um, but you know what? I'm going to say to you. I'm having to be the Rush Limbaugh of the show. I'm going to say to you what my Kenneth says to Tammy. Bringing people down never wins. You're bringing me down right now. And that's how I feel about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Peter pops in, says there's no room for drama at this point, pulls Tammy aside and says, I just want to know what's going on. Tammy says that she trusts the process and that girls like McKenna disrupt the process. And she also rats McKenna out about packing her bags before the group date, which I do feel like that does make McKenna look bad. But, dude, McKenna's only been on group dates and you're going on, which I guess Tammy's in the same boat. Um, But, I don't know. I mean, it's not a good look. I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, but uh, Tammy says that her feelings about uh, Mykenna aren't just intuition. This is me collecting information. This is me collecting hard data. She's been gathering intel for weeks to build her ironclad case against Mykenna. And the ironclad case is she's trying to start hashtags for herself. Yeah, that was a big... um, uh, Tammy says... That well, first, and I didn't even hear Tammy originally say it, but she must have. Um, Peter tells McKenna, It freaks me out to hear that you're about hashtags. Yeah, no, uh, Tammy says that to Peter now, yeah. he's paying attention. And then, well, because then Peter chastises McKenna for it, and then he brings it up, or like they bring it up again when the two of them are talking right. about it. Like, man. Hashtag love wins. Oh. My Kenna says, I just came up with that right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's my slogan for myself. <laughs> my Kenna from Canada. <laughs> um, um, Tammy says, I fight to the death to get what I deserve. And what I deserve is a chance to see if this works. And no little girl with blonde hair from Canada is going to stop me. <laughs> so this reminded me that Tammy's whole intro on episode one was that she's like a fucking, like, uh, not jujitsu. Like what a is it? fighter, like an MMA. MMA. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, she does. She really does fight to the death. She uh, killed someone with her bare hands in the ring. I mean, maybe. Yeah, she's she could kind certainly of a, kill you. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of a um, Mickey Rourke from the wrestler character. <laughs> she's coming in out, every way. Coming out for one more round, <laughs> one last round, and then she dies in the ring. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so. What? Peter goes and confronts Mykenna and says, are you focused on this? Are you? And meanwhile, Tammy is just skulking around in the background. Did you see that? She's like wandering around. And then they just like, they get in a little bit more of a fight. And Mckenna like tries to give a big girl speech. But then she like says something that's, you know, not terrible. But then she's like, shut up (laughs) to Tammy. Yeah, she says, I'm speaking my truth about this. Believe me or not, I'm speaking my damn truth. I feel like she's someone who, like, just started swearing and so isn't, like, putting the words in the right places. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Peter sends Tammy home. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked because I thought at first he's sending both of them home. Right. And then 
Did I call it? You called it. I said, oh, he's going to send Tammy home now, and then he's just going to wait a few minutes and send McKenna home at the rose ceremony. Yeah, which Boom. I found cold. You, uh... I found, I think that that was the um, nice thing to do. I think it was compassionate. Why was it compassionate? I don't... Because he didn't want either of them there at that point. Right. He's sick of both their bullshit. He doesn't like either of them. Right. Like, what? It's going to be McKenna and not Madison at the end? I don't think so. So, but he didn't... Like, I felt like it was clear to him and to us that Tammy's behavior was way worse. Tammy was the instigator. Mm -hmm. She was kind of trying to bring McKenna down in this situation and that McKenna had the purer heart. And so, to give a symbolic gesture of not wanting to be with any of either of them and not seeing either of them as his wife, but understanding the nuances of the situation, he punishes Tammy and like like that's a special shame when you get cut from a two-on-one sure. situation. Sure. So he's like, Tammy, you gotta go. And I mean, maybe the the only other option I could see is like immediately after sending Tammy home, instead of making McKenna wait for the rose ceremony to be like, look, mm -hmm. I understand <clears throat> that that you didn't have a role to play in this, but like I also don't see it with you. That's what I think he should have done. Because okay. I think he gave her false hope. Okay, that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. No, and I get what you're saying. Like, Tammy, I think he wanted to be clear that, like, Tammy I feel like he had was, to differentiate yeah, between the two of yeah. them. Yeah, and so I to think... to send them both home at the same time... Right, I think he should have sent uh, Tammy and then um, Mike Kenna, or right afterwards. That's fair enough. With a different speech. So, roses, right? Yeah. Roses go to Kelsey, Natasha, Kelly. Um, Madison and Hannah Ann already have roses. Oh, and Victoria F., um, so Sydney, which is a little bit of a shock. Yeah, I thought so too. I was too. ready to hate on her for yeah. a few more weeks. Yeah, well, it sucks because he didn't get to see all of Sydney. Mm. She leaves as she came Sydney's in referring to herself in the third person. Um, meanwhile, the ladies who were there, Peter says, bring it in for a group hug. Uh, Maybe so more. there's... <laughs> Who wants to do it four that times? That horse in a comes shuffling in. <laughs> if somebody starts crying, I'm going to get real excited right now. Um, <clears throat> all right, so Sydney and McKenna are gone, and I feel like suddenly we started this week with like 13 girls, and now we have five. Right, if they the uh, six, six girls. They fall quickly. So yeah, this this really like uh, culled a lot of the group. It, it did. Yeah, yeah this it was did. a bloodbath. I finally know who they all yes. are. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, next week we're going to Lima. They're only giving us one episode next week. I believe week. it's pronounced Lima. <laughs> now, that's something I would do. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll be back at our regular time. Hopefully with just Good one Lord. episode a week. Yeah, we from here on out. All right, gang, but thanks for listening. Thanks, Pat. Don't forget off. to Venmo us money for that Vegas yeah, conference. Yeah, as much money as really whatever you're saving for your kid's college. Just send, send it, it to us. Send it right our way, and we'll teach them for free. Yeah. Yeah. Not for long, but we'll teach them everything. They, we'll teach them street smarts and book smarts.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.